Welcome to the Foreign Object. I am your host, the new Adrew, though, alongside my co-host, Walk with Jill on Twitter. We are fresh off Fast Lane. We are 25 days away from WrestleMania. Um, man, Fast Lane was pretty good. I'd have to say. Yeah, Fast Lane uh, has always been like a throwaway. Yeah. Pay per view. Um, I think this is the first good Fast Lane pay per view ever. Um, I really only disliked one match. Okay. Um, which was the uh, women's tag team match. Okay. But other than that, I think the rest of the card was really solid. Hmm. Um. Yeah. That. I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, but it's another pay per view that's pushed a lot of the stories further. Yeah, and I mean, at this point, so close to Mania, we're usually already locked in so many storylines that it feels like they can't build anything anymore. Yeah. Um. So stuff like Fastlane always feels just like filler, but it actually progressed stories yeah um what was your favorite match of the night oh man it's probably a tie between the united states fatal four-way match okay and the main event the shield versus the other the other brothers hmm yeah, I think I'm going with the shield just because of the moment um that it was. Right. Um the last time ever. Do you think that's <laughs> um no, like we said last week, there's never a last time for anything in the WWE until you're dead. Yeah. Um or dead to the company. And yeah, I don't I don't think it's the last time we'll see the shield. It's definitely not the last time we'll see the shield this year even. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's what it kind of seems like like they're pushing more so they said they claim that it's the last time ever and they mentioned that it's because uh Dean Ambrose isn't re-signing. Um which is odd because they mentioned it a few times. I think at the end of the match, it felt like, yeah, okay, this might be the actual last time they do this because of the whole Seth Rollins yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. going off script and selling, uh, saying, like, one last time, uh, motherfucker, like right. something like that. Um, that along with <clears throat> them getting emotional. Oh, yeah, the curtain call. The curtain call, the shield curtain I mean, it's not a curtain call because... Well, no, because we know these guys are... Brothers. Yeah. Shield brothers. <laughs> They're shield brothers. Um, That made it feel like it really is the last time. Um, I, I hope it... All right. This is going to sound like I'm an idiot, but I hope it is the last time. And they're not just working us into making us think that right. it's the last time because I hate when they do stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's um, they like to play with your emotions and yank the rug from under you. Yeah, with a lot of these things, and um, for the same reasons, the whole Seth Rollins going off the script and cursing and them getting emotional. 
um, on the pay-per-view and then opening Raw. Yeah. I was starting to think, well, maybe it isn't a work. Maybe he really is leaving. But Dean Ambrose update, I do still think it's a work. You still think it's a work? Um, After the rest of Raw, yeah. Yeah. Well, it almost feels like they're going with a whole Shield storyline now. Because they're they start like you said they started raw with the shield, yeah. Um, but then again, like Roman, kind of hints at the fact that he's not resigning. That Dean, you Dean mean? yeah, no, no. Roman oh, hints at the fact oh, that Rome, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that Dean's not resigning by saying, "Oh, he's got some business to take care of as well," because yeah. he 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 talks about everyone's future as a single competitor, and not just like. Tonight on Raw, single competitor. He's talking right. about the future. He's saying right, like, yeah. um, you know, I'm trying to get my foot back in the ring and compete as a sing- single competitor. Um, Seth is trying to get that universal title off Brock. And I don't know what kind of business Dean has to handle. I don't think he knows either. Kind of hinting at the fact that, you know, he's not resigning, so we don't know where he's going um but then after that you know everyone starts their single competition again right roman is supposed to have a match with um baron corbin yeah which drew mcintyre comes out and interfere not even interferes in the match just attacks him um pretty brutally um they kind of play on, on like some type of injury, maybe like a concussion. Um, yeah, that was definitely the vibe I was getting. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the easiest one to probably fake for this story if that's the direction they're going. Not only that, you don't want to pl- like work some type of injury that if say he broke his arm or something. Right. That's we're only four weeks away from Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's we can't go that route with an injury storyline. Right. A concussion, two weeks, probably get out of that type of injury. Um, So that happens, and then Dean wants to get involved with it, which feels like they're carrying it into a S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline. Also because Drew McIntyre says... He wants to single-handedly destroy each S.H.I.E.L.D. member. Yeah. Um, stuff with Dean and the match between <clears> him <throat> and McIntyre, which I enjoyed, is really part of the reason why I feel like it's still a work. Uh-huh. Um, especially when you know he opens the match kind of very quickly. Yeah. And... Um, on commentary, I don't know if it was Michael or Corey that says, we haven't seen this fire from Dean in a while. And Renee kind of says, well, he didn't have anything to fight for until now. And I think that can make that into the story. Well, I didn't want to resign because I yeah. felt like there is nothing worth fighting for, blah, blah, blah. Now I have to resign, you know. What if it's not even storyline? Like, that's actually how it is. Like, he doesn't want to resign. And now maybe they're giving him some you know some leverage creatively to do what he wants to try to get him to resign 
Um, because it could maybe blur the lines a little bit. Yeah, by doing that, I just I don't know. I because <clears throat> the false count anywhere no DQ match on seems Raw. like on Raw seems like something Dean would want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know it if that's... It was very random of a match. Yeah. I don't know if that's because they're like, oh, this guy's leaving anyways. Let's just let him have some fun before he leaves. Or let's give him what he wants to see if we could get him to re-sign. Um, I don't know. It's just... <clears throat> they've never... You know, had a guy not re-sign his contract and like publicize that until they're gone so Mm. that's still one of the factors to me that makes it feel like a work yeah yeah i'm still kind of now i'm i'm more closer to the line of not sure like i was pretty yeah I, i was pretty sure this whole not signing thing was a work Right. Now it's like, okay, now they're blurring the lines a bit. And that's what I like when it comes to wrestling is when you blur the lines and I'm not sure what's real and what's fake is going on. Right. Um, but yeah. But that brings us to the next topic, real and fake. Um oh, we didn't get to talk about this last week because it came out it came after the podcast. Right. Yeah. Rhonda Rousey, man, she God. is on one. Um, if you guys didn't know, she turned heel last week, this week, uh, or at the end of last week, she, you know, tried to push more of her heel agenda, um, in the cheapest way possible, I believe. Yeah. Um, she, I believe she has a YouTube channel, right? She does. And and she has a series on it about being in the WWE, basically. Yeah. So... In one of the videos, she comes out and says, like, oh, wrestling scripted, it's fake. Yeah. None of these women can touch me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. Pretty um. Pretty weird to say something like that and then come back and, you know, continue with the business that you know is fake. Right? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I. This is like such a unique situation because nothing else. Nothing like this has ever happened. <clears throat> I have a lot of problems with this. Mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of fans who do, and a lot of fans who. Why are you fucking marks letting yourselves get worked? Yeah, I don't think anybody who's upset about it is being worked. I think. The position I'm coming from is how shitty is it for the whole co- the whole business really to yeah. finally have this legitimized combat sports yeah. athlete come into the company and on a public platform YouTube mm-hmm. anybody can get a hold of it say wrestling is fake yeah um when really she should be if she respects the business, which yeah. at this point I don't think she does, she should be using the fact that she's a legitimized fighter yeah. to help legitimize wrestling. Not as a, we're never going to go back to the days where all of media and everyone in the world thinks it's real. Because 
It's not. No. We know that. But to legitimize it as a sport. Yeah. As entertainment. As more than just a bunch of guys trying to work, you know, a crowd and make them believe that it's real. Yeah. Um, that's one of my issues on it. Another one, the respect for the business, I think. I don't think anybody who actually cared for wrestling and respected wrestling would go on and say, oh, it's fake. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, who we all know is in it for money. He's a legitimized fighter. Yeah. Would not even go so far to say wrestling is fake. He defends uh-huh. wrestling when he's doing these UFC press things. And people try to come at him Yeah, for it being fake. He'll defend it a little bit. Brock Lesnar of all people. I don't know if you saw Becky's tweet that I think ended their Twitter argument. But a quote from Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh-huh. who supposedly Ronda Rousey looks up to, supposedly someone Ronda Rousey respected, a quote from him where he basically said that he would never allow someone to question wrestling, being real or fake, because you just don't let someone question the morals of your job. Yeah. And so Ronda Rousey coming out and saying that wrestling is fake is a lot more than just a work. Yeah. And I think people and wrestling fans who are upset about it aren't marks getting worked. I think they're people who have spent their lives being told that wrestling is fake. And when they finally get someone who's as legitimate as Ronda Rousey into the business, definitely don't want to hear her, of all people, say it's fake. Yeah. Not only that, all right, even if the argument is that she's working us, it's poorly working yeah, you know what i'm saying heat. yeah it's... it's probably the cheapest of heats of all time you know because all right first of all i the good thing is that i spent time thinking about this right because now i have so many things that i could point out one of them is at first i was like man that really ruins it for a lot of kids Right. Oh yeah, for sure. But then again, I remember being a kid and being told countless times that it's fake and scripted and still was like, no, it's not. There's no way this is fake because they're just so good at blurring the lines, right? Right. Um But as kids, we didn't have one of the guys or girls on Raw saying that it's fake. True. Well, I mean, but then also it's it's on an outside source. And I feel like kids aren't on Ronda Rousey's YouTube channel anyways, right? Only a, um, I'd say a small percent of them I'd say will definitely be. there probably are some younger fans that might have found it, maybe. Yeah. And they sure aren't looking at the dirt sheets. Right. I'd no, say. No, no, no. Um, I think my biggest issue with it is it kind of disrupts the rest of your career in the business now. Right? Because how do you come out and say it's scripted and fake, then show up on Monday or right, Tuesday yeah. or Sunday, for example, and still try to play into the storyline or play right, into yeah. the whole show? It definitely creates like a ripple in the storyline where, like the moment she came out on Sunday, I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, 
this is where we're going. On Raw, I didn't really watch her promo. I watched her beat the shit out of Dana Brooke. Yeah. Um, well, all right. So her promo. All right. Say the whole thing where she didn't say it was fake and scripted didn't happen. Okay. The promo would be good, right? Like everything would be fine because she's just doing the typical heel thing where she's um, basically what she said is like, you guys said I deserved it when I got beat with a kendo stick. Right. And stuff like that, you know. So that's why she turned her back on the fans. Right. Which would make sense as a heel. Like, that would be a good reason for her to turn heel, right? Yeah. Everything would be fine up to this point if she didn't have said that wrestling was fake, right? Yeah, because... So, but, but by her... By her saying that now... I don't know. It's just like... By her saying it, it almost sounds like... Well, now I just hate the fans, and I'll continue to be in this scripted part of it, but I'm going to hate all of you guys now. Yeah. I, it's almost like... There's nothing you can compare it it's to. It's like Rick from The Walking Dead. People start tweeting about his character being terrible, and then he keeps on being in the show, but he starts tweeting like, fuck you guys. My character's the best. What do you, what do you guys know? It's all fake. Yeah. I didn't even really shoot that zombie. Yeah. Oh, no, I still don't think it. Because this is something we're supposed to believe is <laughs> right. real, right? Right. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense for you to say that when you're part of the business. Right. And then for, say she has a match, why would she sell if it's yeah, fake yeah, and scripted, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the, one of the biggest points. Why would you say that, then come and still do your job and if it's fake and scripted? I don't know. Right. It just doesn't make sense for her to say it. Yeah, I mean... Do you think she just went out and did that on her own? Um, or she asked for permission? No, or? I'm sure there was... I don't know. I'm sure there was probably some sort of understanding between her and the WWE before that happened. Mm. I don't know. Somebody I dropped the ball. I, I, yeah, well, for sure. 100%. Whoever just thought it was a good idea to have Ronda Rousey go on her personal YouTube channel and say wrestling's fake and scripted. Yeah. Drop the ball. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's plenty of wrestlers who didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like a lot of them didn't say anything. A, a lot, lot more them, kept their mouth shut than... Right. A little bit... Um. I mean... When her and, and Becky were exchanging on Twitter, and she would say, like, dick and bitch and asshole or whatever she was saying. Yeah. Um, Breeze and Luke Harper, of all people, were like, oh, we can say whatever we want on Twitter now. Yeah. And then one of them tweeted at the other and was like, I'll see you on Monday, bitch, or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, But for the most part... Part, I think the only other person maybe Rusev, but Rusev always tweets whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, um, I also saw Liv Morgan did tweet. Right, that's true. Something along the lines like, "If this is fake, how come my body is sore every night?" Yeah. So yeah, and I'm sure there are wrestlers who like, haha, she's working everyone as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so weird. 
yeah, it's a weird take that they decided to go with. Um, uh, what else is there to speak about? Um, it kind of seems like WrestleMania is like unfolding quickly. Um, yeah, the card. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we. So we have the title matches figured out, which is normal. We always usually have title matches figured out. Yeah. Except for WWE title, we're not sure if Kofi's going to get that match at Mania. He has to go through a gauntlet match next week. Um, man, that promo that Kofi had on um, on SmackDown was pretty amazing. Um, I mean, I everything they've been doing with the WWE title on Fastlane and yeah. on SmackDown, I think, is really good. If I mean, they're they going have in the to. direction that Kofi is going to get it, well, they have to because they're nobody's showing up with the title on Raw. So true. Um, I know a lot of people on Twitter. Oh man, love wrestling Twitter. Love the IWC. What's going on? I haven't been on there on for Fast a while. on Sunday during Fastlane. There's so many people bitching about the fact that he didn't get put in the title match. Yeah. And I have nothing, going back to scripted and fake, I have nothing against people who say it because they're saying it in kayfabe, you know? Uh-huh. The dude that works on the panel in the WWE that I don't like, the NXT guy, he was on Raw, and he was, like, selling everything, like, very kayfabe. <laughs> okay. So if people on Twitter respond to things in a kayfabe way, there's no problem with it. But when you're going out and saying, oh, this is terrible booking, you know, yeah, kind of peeling back the reality of it, mm-hmm. like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're going at it as if they they knew how to write television. Yeah, and as if they don't, they've never watched wrestling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're doing it for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You, you do understand... A little bit of you, behind the scenes stuff. You yeah. Know? So why are you complaining? Like, do they just yeah. not see the direction? It's like it's you going, do understand, or... right, that the biggest event of the year is going to come a month up away, yeah. and it's probably not a good idea to give the title to Kofi because then we'll just have a regular rematch at right. Mania for the title, right? Probably. Um. So yeah. I think we should just ignore the fact that people are idiots on Twitter from now on. Um, and only kayfabe tweets are allowed. Only kayfabe tweets are allowed. Okay. Um, man, I lost my uh, train of thought. Um, B-plus player is kind of the storyline we're going with now. Yeah, um... Vince claims that Dean, uh, not Dean, Daniel Bryan said that Kofi's a B-plus player. The same thing everybody called him when he was robbed of his opportunities. Yeah, I think that's lazy writing. Yeah, no, I think it's not lazy writing. It's... Nobody knew that that's the approach we're going for. Mm. You know, we're that we're giving... Nobody understood. All right, so there was a. I don't know how to explain it, an illusion, I guess. Um, just because of this, 
the circumstances of Your underlying understanding maybe i don't know i don't know what we'd call it but the whole thing is that everybody thought that the hidden agenda i think they're getting away from what we thought they would try to push yeah and it's the racial issue and i i think that's really in part of of even though we said to ignore the idiots on Twitter, but there was people like tweeting, Vince Man's a racist. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think that was definitely part of the fear. Yeah, so they the had to actually paint the picture for them and say, no, you idiots, we're doing exactly what we did with Daniel Bryan, just with Kofi Kingston now. Right. Um, I think for those of us that like to look at things metaphorically and stuff, right? I think that's fine with us. Being like, oh, this is a metaphor of what's going on in the a real commentary. world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's clear as day to say that this is, they're doing a storyline that could relate to Daniel Bryan's storyline and now with him involved. Because we've, ne- we, that kind of happens every once in a while, right? They'll have, something happened to someone uh-huh. in the same storyline with someone that that's happened to. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think they, that's the reason they had to point out the B plus player thing. Yeah. To get away from the racial things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that whole segment was really good. You said Kofi's promo was good. Oh yeah. It was the um, entire new day. Killed entire it. new day and and Vince Vince really, oh yeah I mean I popped hella loud when he said well nothing can be bigger than my ego <laughs> oh yeah yeah no Vince yeah. was really good I think there's I think there's times where I don't know what it is but with people like Vince Triple H not so much Triple H but people that are the suits of the show that don't really come out and do promos. I feel like um, when I'm watching them come out and speak on the mic, I'm waiting for them to mess up because they're not right. Yeah, they're not perfectly polished on the mic as they are because they're not always on the mic. So I'm like, all right, I know for sure Vince is not going to be on point with everything, but Vince was flawless on the mic this week. Yeah, I think the better he is on mic kind of shows how much he cares about the story. Yeah. There's definitely been times in the past few years where his promos just feel really lazy and like... I'm pretty sure it's not even lazy. Delivered. He just comes out and tries to do it off the top of his head, whatever yeah. goes. And um, he's like 100 years old, so he can't And this, anything. for sure, you can tell there was time put into it. Yeah. Um. Speaking of like writing and stuff... um. If you guys want a little insight on how the writing works backstage and stuff like that, listen to the Wrestle Rap podcast with Kaz on it. Um, he wrote for the WWE for, uh, I want to say, like, almost a year now, I think. Because he he started a little bit after last year's Mania, and they just let him go probably, like, month ago so if you guys want some insight on how the writing process works in the wwe and how things are backstage 
I'd say check that out because that gave a lot of insight and understanding um, of how things work with storylines and stuff. And I think, I think a lot of the, the fans need to listen to that because I think there's not a really lot of understanding of how it who, works. Yeah, a lot of fans who think they understand yeah. should probably. Yeah. Um, if you're kayfabe only, do not. <laughs> yeah, if you're kayfabe only, don't listen to that. <laughs> um, what else happened this week? Fastlane was great. Raw was okay. One of the low points was Bobby Lashley getting back the IC title. Oh yeah, um, that's just which weird. Was spoiled in Chicago before the match happened. Uh-huh. Um, if you lived in Chicago, which is where they're gonna be next week, next okay, Monday, you already knew that Bobby Lashley was getting the title because they aired an advertisement right before the match saying the next week right here in Chicago. Triple threat for the IC title, and they had the graphic with Bobby Lashley wow. holding the title. Wow, <laughs> I'm glad I don't live so, in Chicago. <laughs> to anybody living in Chicago, I'm sorry <laughs> that you got spoiled. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess maybe they'll probably have a rematch of Mania. Give Finn a win of Mania. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea where they're going there. Um, That's one of those, one, like, surprising switch-ups before Mania. That's like... Yeah. Okay. I guess we still have to pay attention for the actual rest of the time until that sh- big show. Um, until the big show. Oh, yeah. No. I don't want to see the big show anytime until soon. Until the big show is inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um... Hmm. Speaking of Hall of Fame... Speaking of which, that was my segue. You're welcome. Nice. Harlem Heat um, is the third, fourth, fourth uh, yeah. inductees into the Hall of Fame, which makes Booger T a two-time, two-time Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, this Hall of Fame's looking okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of, like, 90s. Yeah. Um, so far, I think every... Everyone except for Honky Tonk, unless... <laughs> You're weird like yeah, that. I think he um, was awesome in the 90s. I don't know. You know, there, it's actually funny. There's an old shoot interview where he's talking about, like, basically F the WWE because I should be in the Hall of Fame already. <laughs> like, F their Hall of Fame. Hmm. Um, also, other shoots, Stevie Ray kind of shot on Dave Meltzer, which okay. makes me the biggest Stevie Ray fan now. <laughs> Nice. Because <laughs> Dave was trying to say that he does not belong in the, the Hall of Fame. That Harlem Heat doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. And Stevie Ray tweeted something along the lines of, well, my peers believe that I believe belong in the Hall of Fame. True. So that's what matters. Not only Basically that. screw off. Uh, Harlem Heat was probably like one of the most impactful tag teams of the 90s. Right? Yeah, I'd say I so. I mean, they won tag titles, like, a yeah, lot of WCW. times. So, I mean, and not only that, like, Booker T's career after. Yeah, it jump-started Booker yeah. T's career. Like, so, I mean, what's the argument to say that they don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Dave Meltzer being an asshole. 
that's it. I think Dave Meltzer probably has days where he's like, oh, I'm not getting enough attention. Let me go out there and say something For crazy. For sure. He, probably, he definitely does. Um, I mean, I do it all the time. <laughs> what? Yeah, I say crazy things all the on time. On this podcast? Uh, I mean, just in general oh, just about in wrestling. Oh, okay. Like, like Sting's going to be at Survivor Series and he actually shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Speaking of Hall of Famers, um, Kurt Angle, man, uh, he announced that his final match will be at WrestleMania, which has me kind of excited and wondering who he'll face at WrestleMania in his final match. Yeah. He had his last match at home on Monday, which... At home in Pittsburgh. If I was Kurt Angle, I'd be pretty disappointed. Or if I was from um, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah apollo seems like he would have had like a really good match with someone yeah it it was very um like they played it safe yeah it wasn't bad it was just yeah they didn't take risks yeah yeah, it, it was quick it was good and it was over yeah and just like that um pittsburgh saw maybe their most uh iconic person yeah. In the wrestling industry. In, I, in the yeah. sports industry. I yeah. Mean, he's an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be disappointed if I was from Pittsburgh. Um, but, probably not, though, because, I mean, imagine you're from Pittsburgh and yeah, I mean, there's this guy who has been the kind of big star from your town forever and and you get just being able to to see see him him in the ring one last time in your home in your both of your hometowns would feel special that makes sense um but who do you think he'll face at mania oh man i haven't really even started theorizing predicting john cena after the announcement was made posted on his instagram his which he doesn't have captions. He just lets people interpret his photos however they want. Posted a picture of Kurt Angle. Oh, I think whoa. that would be interesting <laughs> because John Cena really owes the beginning of his career to Kurt Angle. Yeah. First match on SmackDown. Do I think that's going to happen, though? Maybe not. Um, I don't and would know, would he be though. able to give him his best match? Right. Like, at the end of his career. Right. Which is what I'm trying, like trying to predict, trying to think of, you know. Yeah, who because will give him a good like match. who's gonna pull that out of Kurt Angle, like to make him go up top rope and hit a shooting star press, and like <laughs> who's left? Yeah, like almost all the big names are booked. Yeah. No, yeah, this. I'm gonna just say it. This mania might be the best mania of all time. Oh yeah, on paper this is looking like it's going to be a yeah, great mania. Yeah. And I'll be able to tell you if it's the best mania of all time cuz I'm on the road of watching yeah. every single You're actually on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm actually on the road to WrestleMania. Um I'm trying to watch every single WrestleMania. You're on or WrestleMania 5? I'm on 5. Uh I missed a few days because I was going to try to watch at least one every day. And okay. I, and I was going to make it. I missed a few days. So far, one think... through five, what's the best one oh, so far? Man. Um, honestly, maybe four. 
which is when they held the tournament for oh, uh, the championship. Because the fact that they had the tournament, it, they didn't even have a main event on. Like, yeah, they didn't even book a main event before. They didn't advertise know? one. That's yeah. amazing, and it's the most. Uh, no, no, no. Never mind. I'm mixing facts up. Yeah. Um. That's crazy, though. Because of that tournament, it kind of like cancels out a lot of like meaningless matches. Yeah. So so far, which mania five, had a lot in those which days. Which mania had a, so many man. One through five, that's the best so far. My, and I was saying to you, watching them, you find some old gems. I don't know why I really enjoyed from WrestleMania three Harley Race versus Junkyard Dog, but it was really great. Yeah. Junkyard was so hot in those days. Like yeah, Junkyard that was crowd over. loved him. Yeah. Um. But anyways, um, back to Kurt Angle. Hold on. Yeah. Before we get back to Kurt Angle. Since you are doing this, now I'm going to really make you finish it. For our WrestleMania Spectacular, okay, you're going to list the top five manias. So then I'd have to have all the manias watched the Wednesday before Mania. Yes. Okay, I think I could do that. Okay, so <laughs> we will get the top five manias from you. In your yeah. opinion, top five manias. And yeah. then... Okay. Um... So yeah, Kurt Angle, man. I think I really like the sound of Kurt Angle versus John Cena because of the fact that there's no one else really left to put him. Uh, maybe his son, Jason Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's possible, that guy's net. We haven't seen him. We haven't seen since, him since his injury. Yeah. I don't know. I think John might be a safe guess because I think we could imagine that John will also be on the card. Yeah. And then with John and Kurt on the card, it's hard to think of anybody for both of them to face, you know? Yeah. Um, But I kind of would like to see him face a younger guy. Like a passing of the torch, maybe. I mean, but, but who passed yeah. that torch to? Like oh, there's man, I don't know. Or even like this late in the game, like how do you start a storyline with someone you know? You could go based on what he has so far storyline wise, and you would just get Corbin. And yeah. that's not a match I'm trying to see um Kurt Angle go out on. Yeah, definitely not. Um man. It's looking rough. Yeah, I don't know. So, so far for Mania, we have Seth Rollins versus The Beast for the Universal title. Um, we have the Women's Triple Threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, Becky Lynch. Demon. We have Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Right. Which, if you would ask me, any time within the last year if i would be excited for a match between shane mcmahon and the miz i would have said no but now <laughs> i would say yeah kind of yeah let's talk about that heel turn at fast lane a little bit that was very unexpected oh yeah for sure and it was um, done so well yeah it looked like he was shooting <laughs> oh yeah i mean he's throwing some punches at him 
They and they weren't the worst punches he's ever thrown, but maybe because he was connecting. <laughs> we haven't seen Shane be heel in so long. Um, no. It's um, we almost forgot how good he was at it. I mean, he's a McMahon. Like when he grabbed Mr. Miz's face and just like sat right. him down in his chair. That was pretty bad. Like that was oh, messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like if no. I was there, I'd probably be mad. Like remember when um was it Ric Flair got mad when who was it got in? Um, yeah, where was that? Was that a SummerSlam or TakeOver? Yeah, it, one of those two. And one of the superstars kind of got in Bob Orton's face a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. Flair got a little mad. He did. Um, <laughs> That'd be me next to Mr. Miz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his baked potato face, as she yeah. called it. Um. So he's got some heat behind him. That seems we, like it's... Yeah, and we also have never been in a story where the Miz is babyface and yeah. over. Oh, yeah. Another thing I noticed is Miz kind of switching up his moveset or adding some things to his moveset. Yeah. He went off the top rope or top turnbuckle to the outside, which we don't get. Um, Ever. But since... Mr. Miz convinced him to do it. He did yeah. it. And then he did it again to the inside of the ring. And yeah. And them the match. Yeah. So that seems like it's going to be a good match. We have, um, what else do we have? Uh, probably the match I'm most excited for Batista versus triple H. Yeah. Which they had some, they did some good mic work on, uh, on raw. Good, simple stuff. Really? Yeah. I mean, Simple as simple as you can get, and it and it really worked. Yeah, I think um, I think Batista's acting skills and just you know really brought it. People were kind of trying to clown him, but I think he's just so good at acting. You put him with wrestlers who yeah. aren't actors, you can argue. No, and he's so good that yeah, he stands out. He's from outshining. Everybody. Yeah. He, I feel like he got in a zone, like oh yeah, real like he got in such a zone he didn't even know what to do before he left. It's just like thank you. <laughs> then, like, <laughs> yeah, it almost looked like he went in there to audition for something and thanked the director and left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I liked when Triple H said he came in here with the Guardians of the Indies. <laughs> yeah, really good, really good line. Um, man, it was just I'm excited. Not yeah. only does he give Batista what he wants, they give me what I want. Right. While Batista was saying, give me what I want, I was like, yeah, give me what I want. <laughs> it was like, I need the yeah, match yeah, too. Yeah. Um, a match we've seen at Romania, yeah. but we have not seen it with this Triple H and this Batista yeah. in No Holds Barred. The, the name No Holds Barred for a match always kind of makes me laugh because in the name it doesn't necessarily mean no dq yeah it means no wrestling holds i actually thought about that <laughs> while i was watching the pro- i was like wait a minute hmm. no holds barred i'm pretty sure neither of them are gonna do holds that are usually illegal right yeah <laughs> so what's 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 the joke here? What's the rib? Yeah. Yeah. But they've been calling it that forever, so who knows? Yeah. Um, I think that's the best way to go with this as well. For sure. Because yeah. then they could do things. I think this is something I learned from, I believe Foley said it. 
when it was like Undertaker versus Shane, that that's the best match for like an older person to do when it's like a no DQ match because you guys throw each other against like the cage or the barricade, whatever. You don't have to do as much wrestling. Right. And with Batista being gone for however long he's been gone, we don't know how much he still like could do as far as wrestle right, and right. make it look good. So no DQ is like, okay, we're going to go outside, throw each other against things until... Use some weapons. Yeah, use yeah. some weapons. Hit make the it big look, yeah. moves. Yeah. And that's a great show for people that are going to chant, we want tables. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. There would be 100,000 people chanting, we want tables in New York. Yeah, and you give them what they want, and you get out of there, and everybody's happy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that's good. Um, that's so far the card that they have for Mania. I'm excited. Yeah, and it feels like plenty. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, like that could that's enough for me. Yeah. The oh, and uh AJ Styles versus right, right. Randy Orton. Skip that whole Which segment. is I don't know, man, dude, like we don't need that. Um For what reason? Just so that So they could get a paycheck. I mean, I thought they hadn't guaranteed contracts. Yeah, AJ um has had the worst luck with mania opponents, but other than Shinsuke, I believe, he had pretty good matches, so Yeah, I mean Chris Jericho. Right. Shane. Shane. And then Shinsuke. Um, but Shinsuke. We won't talk Is about that him. all? Yeah. He didn't have a match with Kevin Owens? No. Okay. Um everything I no is a lie. <laughs> Everything you thought you knew yeah. is a lie. Um I think AJ could potentially give Randy Orton a good match. Um, but I don't Randy think this Orton's is WrestleMania worthy. No, it's not. Look, I'll tell you right now, this is not this is not um what does Heyman say? It's not a spoiler. It's oh. not a spoiler. It's a prediction. Oh, no, 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 no. This isn't a prediction. This is oh, a spoiler. Yeah, right. we, I mixed that The match will end by um, I know AJ Styles trying to do phenomenal forearm. Ends in an RKO. One, two, three. It's over. And we get to go on to the next match before everybody gets to their seats with their popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that's, that's a bold prediction if I've ever heard one. Um, it's not that bold. All right, next week. Do you think Kofi wins? The uh, match? I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. This they would be see... building a story for no reason <laughs> for what Vince McMahon versus Kofi at Mania. You know, possible. I think it's interesting that he said. That the new day will one be in, one day be in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah! If it doesn't happen, he's a goddamn liar, and I'll be very upset. Um, but well, I, I mean, he's the liar because he told us he was putting Kofi in the triple threat match, and it was happening now. He didn't and then he's say trying to tell that. us he no, did no. not say he that. said that match will happen now. He said, "You're right." The triple threat, the WWE Championship match will be a triple threat. And then he said, Kofi Kingston, you might better get out there because that match is happening now. He yeah, didn't say that match. match. 
He was a rich match. And they kind of screwed up there. Yeah, he definitely probably he, he should probably should have said your match. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You better get to the ring because you have a match to uh, something like that. Yeah, you know, uh, you better get to the ring. Your match is next. Yeah, right. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much all I've got to talk uh, about. I don't see week. why he wouldn't. Would it win? Win the. I mean, gauntlet. if Triple H could win it, the gauntlet match he had back in the day where he had to beat like. He only had to beat four of them, though. Oh, wait. Yeah, four of them, I think? Yeah, none of them were Samoa Joe. No. <laughs> You're right. None of them were Samoa Joe, so maybe Kofi doesn't have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, Yeah, Kofi has no chance. Kofi Mania. Kofi Mania better run wild, brother. Yikes. Watching every WrestleMania really hurts my soul. Because you realize most of the people that are in every WrestleMania up till one through five has is either dead or racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It really hurts. Yeah. But does it make you think like, man, if Hogan wasn't racist, he wouldn't be that bad of a guy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely makes me think, damn, what a shame he's a racist. Yeah, that's basically what I just said. So. Yeah, but <laughs> so. I wouldn't say he's a good guy still. <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean. Yeah. It also makes me very appreciative of manias that I said were shit. Oh. Because <laughs> they like weren't Like the one that in bad. San Francisco? That one wasn't that bad. I liked like that one. Like 29. WrestleMania 29 is, is that the, the Rock versus Yeah, number two. Yeah. Worst WrestleMania ever. Me and Alvin, friend of the podcast, have this dispute forever. He says it's the best. You say no, it's no, the no, worst. No, 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 no. He oh. says 27 is worse than 29, and I say 29 is worse than 27. Hmm. I couldn't recall either of them. I, who blames you? They're both bad. My favorite WrestleMania moment is still when Eve Torres kicked me in the bro nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. It's oh my God. I don't think there there will be a better WrestleMania moment than the Hardys returning. Um, there will not be a better WrestleMania pop, but moment. I I think I can argue plenty of moments that are no better than that. Not to me. The okay. Shield would have to return at this Mania to make it. <laughs> They'd have to return in like 15 years. Yeah. For it to be something to be better. To be the biggest pop of all time? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Did you notice that Vince called the, the New Day the Young Bucks? I think he's really delusional <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. If I was Kofi, I would have been like, you see, Vince, I got the Young Bucks to sign. Give me the title. Match. That's true. And then he would have been like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Kingston. Oh. <laughs> Kenny Kingston. <laughs> wow. That really makes me hate that <laughs> AEW is a thing and we didn't get Kenny Kingston and the Young Bucks the young versus. Uh, I can't even remember what the other guys are named. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just. I can't believe we've had the Young Bucks the whole time and we didn't know. Yeah. Who would have guessed? 
Do you think he did that intentionally? To, like he said that? Um, no. I think he did. It's just an old saying. He just wanted to say Young Bucks on no. live television to no, see no, all the no, little Bullet Club no. wearing fans in the crowd turn a little red in the face and say, oh, maybe he'll, he will sign the Young Bucks, man. Maybe he owns AEW and he's going to make his own little feud between them. Yeah, no, so, he definitely. Best conspiracy theory is that Vince McMahon owns AEW. Is that a thing? That, no, I that's just made what it up. People, no, I just made that up. You just stole that from me. I just said it in uh, the run, voice of a mark. Run the clip back. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> You're just <laughs> repeating it? Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many people just heard that and was and like, they really ran it back. It. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess this is the end of the podcast. Um, tell us your guys' thoughts on everything we just talked about um, through Twitter by tweeting me at New Age Rudol and tweeting my co-host here uh, for the time being at for the time being. Yeah, at Walk with Geo on Twitter, and um, you can also tweet us and follow us. On the foreign object podcast Twitter thing that we own, which is at foreign object WP on Twitter. <laughs> um, is Facebook still down? Because uh, I want to get back into that wrestling group that I was in. The wrestling group actually is the reason why it's down. Oh, it's getting too sweaty in there, wasn't it? Yeah. And one of the sweats just dropped on the servers and destroyed all of um, Mark Zuckerberg's wow stuff. I wonder if Mark Zuckerberg watches wrestling. His name's Mark after all. 